Hey guys, how you doing? This is Universe again. This is another episode of uh, Serving Up Comics. It's good to uh, see everyone. This episode is airing like one week after our last one, so we're brought together again pretty smooth, pretty uh, soon. And joining me as always is Nick Valero. Nick, how are you doing? Good, good, man. Shot uh, feels good. Uh, was it? I ended up uh, getting a chance to watch Coming to America. Oh, you did? Yeah, I saw it last. It dropped one day early. Solid as well. uh, yeah yeah so it was pretty good it was pretty good it was fun cool cool yeah we'll uh yeah we'll uh maybe talk about that later but and but our uh guest returning this week is same as last week our good friend rob godinez rob how are you i'm doing good gene and i didn't get a chance to watch coming to america because i had five zoom meetings yesterday <laughs> well yeah yeah but yeah, it dropped like just randomly like the night before. So, you know, caught you unannounced, you know. Was it for um was it was it like uh do do like was it for like uh teaching um like meetings or is it like a parent teacher conference sort of thing? Yeah, no, I had uh I'm counting my classes. I had my classes, then I had a help session. Cool. And then we had a meeting about, you know, possibly reopening. Okay. And then uh I had a basketball parents meeting because uh, well, long story short, a lawsuit uh, got settled and uh, we might be able to play basketball and I don't know if that's good or bad. Okay, well, well let's, let's just try to follow like all the CDC guidelines. And... Absolutely. Yeah. I'm trying to convince them to live stream them and I will, instead of coaching, I will do play-by-play from my living room like all the broadcasters on ESPN are doing right now. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. I feel like you've done uh, the announcements before for basketball games. Yeah, like, I, I used to do the announcements. Now I'm coaching. But this one I would do play-by-play, so live actual calling the game. Nice. So, like, yeah, let's hope. Yeah, so you'll be like... Then, oh, I'll, actually, then I'll actually have something to plug on here. <laughs> hey. Yeah, like catch me on Twitch or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I'm arguing for Twitch so that we can also raise money for the basketball program. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Hey, chip in a dollar every time we score. <laughs> Congratulations. We raised $10 today. Yeah, that's not fair. You don't yeah. raise like five bucks a game. It's not fair. <laughs> I mean, I- we can't, it would, it would be more if we, we can't stop anybody. We usually score. We just, yeah, defensively, we're horrible. Anyway, uh, <laughs> wrong well, podcast. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll still be rooting for you. Where he's, uh, where he's you know? bad at is defense. <laughs> cool, cool. So, um, yeah, I mean, we were already talking about stuff we were uh, reading last week. Yeah, I don't know if anyone really read anything, like, notable in the last, like, week or so, but. Not too much. Yeah. <laughs> some, some bad homework assignments, not that. Oh, normal. okay. You, you know what, uh, Godinez? I didn't believe like how bad our homework could have gotten, and then I started helping Justin read his English papers uh-huh. that he gets from his teacher that he gets from his students. God, I hope I, we weren't that dumb. I I accept <laughs> your apology, bad. Nick. I accept your apology for not believing me. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't think any of mine were that bad, but, but hey, you can think that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I assume that's why that's why Father Way used to drink a lot of wine while he yeah. was drinking papers. <laughs> exactly. No, that would probably be about right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, his box of wine. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, no, I haven't gotten to anything that's like uh, uh, of note. Uh, no good manga, no good, you know, comic books came in here yet this week. Yeah. 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 Everything I'm reading is like, you know, either delayed or whatever from DC, like Strange Adventures, uh-huh. or it's just um, just waiting. So, yeah, we'll see. But um, I guess this will bring us to our uh, topic of um, Batman the Animated Series, our uh, rewatch of that. And I have uh, I had two episodes for you guys since um, yes. yeah, we wanted to go into WandaVision. But first up is It's Never Too Late. And we're, if anyone's um, pondering, we're uh, doing the order which in, in which the episodes aired originally. So, yeah, if anyone is also watching with us, Please check that. So, yeah, this episode, first appearance of Rupert Thorne, who becomes a big player in the series. You know, he's in like a multiple episodes, pretty much. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's like finally seeing you know seeing him here. He's like one of the big bads, like Roland Daggett, also is a big presence in the series. And this episode, it wasn't really a Batman episode. It was basically like focusing on the the gangsters of the of the uh the batman universe and you know i'm uh, i was pretty was pretty interested in this because it gives them a lot of nuance too like they're not just like black and white you know i'm not sure if you guys there's like a youtube clip where there's like when batman like encounters this like uh henchman in uh, one of the movies and he he sees batman like investigating something opens the door sees batman there looks at him for a second, Batman just does the glare, and then he quickly closes it. Another henchman asks him, um, like, oh, hey, what do you see? He's like, nothing. He just keeps walking. So, yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, I think that's, I believe that's Mask of the Phantasm. From yeah, the it's one, one of the films, but yeah, I don't know. I always liked how they portrayed a lot of the henchmen, a lot of the, a lot of the, uh, like, number twos in this uh in this series well, that was the that was the one thing that they kind of did wrong inside batman 89 was the fact that they like you had all <laughs> these like big like superheroes like super villains uh some of them weren't best i mean you had like Eggman and stuff mm-hmm. like that uh, whoa whoa, but... whoa 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 Eggman is excellent okay <laughs> calm down <laughs> Oh, you know, uh, uh-huh. speaking of which, uh, Bert Word actually makes, uh, he talks about it in the episode where uh, Eggman captures uh, Robin. And he, apparently Adam West kept fumbling his line when he kept walking in. And it's a scene where the Eggman is just cracking eggs on mm-hmm. Bert Word's head. And he goes, at a certain point, I thought Adam West was doing it on purpose. Because <laughs> he kept walking in and he's supposed to be throwing eggs at him. And it's cracking on his face. Yeah. And then he would I go, just, oh, I fumbled that line. Oh, I fumbled that line. Let me go do it again. Let me go do it again. I almost get the feeling that Eggman, Eggman came out of, they went to Vincent Price and they're like, we want you to play a villain. He's like, I'll only do it if I get to play Eggman. And they're going to be like, there is no egg. And the, wait, wait, it's Vincent Price. Go write, go write Eggman. Go write there Eggman. Be now. There is no. Yeah. <laughs> but that was the thing though, is that like, you said these like really, kind of interesting villains some not as much but the 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 goons you never heard oh, from never we're just ever super disposable which i think this is once again like we talked last time they did a really great job on getting these smaller smaller villains or even goons and just kind of giving them a story and going oh yeah this is what they did today 
not to not to take <laughs> us on another side tangent, but if you've ever listened to the Thrilling Adventure Hour, they have one of their old timey radio plays is called uh, Captain Laserbeam, and it's like an old radio in sort of in the the Batman uh, sixty. Uh, nine series 68 whatever it is yeah and uh there's this one reoccurring henchman who works for every henchman and in one episode he starts going you know i worked for this guy and this guy and this guy and they all got caught and sometimes you got to ask yourself is it me (laughs) (laughs) it's true yeah i i love like i love like in dc or marvel whenever they just like give a spotlight on the henchman it's just like like in Iron Man 3, he's like, you know what? I, I don't even like these people. They're fucking weird. Just rock, rock, <laughs> off. I don't uh, like these people. They're weird. <laughs> well, the ultimate take on that is if you ever read Invisibles by Grant Morrison, uh-huh. where early in the series, uh, the Invisibles kill one of the evil henchmen. And like 30 episodes, 30 issues later, it's a flashback to that random guy who was in two panels his life leading up to him being killed and it puts it all in perspective and you know the whole point of invisibles is we're fighting a war we don't need to be fighting both sides are are generally Mm -hmm. the opposite of the same coins we don't need to be do that do this but that is the that's the issue that brings it all home it's like here's a guy who had a life he had a wife he had kids he took this job literally because he couldn't find another job and he needed to provide for them. Yeah. And then this right, you know, it's like, it's the, the clerk's argument about the contractors on, on the Death Star, right? Like yeah. they're just trying to feed their family. And this anarchist comes in and shoots them in the head, you know? <laughs> well, I mean, they true? were, you know, they were working on like a Battlestar station that could like destroy whole planets. Every you know? contractor knows that you got to pick your job correctly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not saying there's not another side. I'm just saying that was, that's kind of the, you know, like, kind of the issue. Yeah, you know, all like storm, if I... All stormtroopers don't know how to install a toilet. Yeah, you <laughs> know, if I... were civilians. Uh, yeah, like for my contracts, I'm like, you know, I'm not going to work for like, you know, something like uh, the Daily Wire or something like some garbage place like that, you know? Got to yeah. be ethical about your, uh, you know where you choose as a contractor no absolutely i i would agree with that but it, it it does bring home that point that not everybody on the on the other side has the same motivation yes that you is know. true that's true. true but true. um yeah i don't know for this episode it reminded me a lot of uh because it is batman it is um you know this series is inspired by a lot of like noir particularly a lot of like 30s and 40s movies and if you look at like all the backdrops of the city like it's weirdly both in the '90s and then also in the '40s, but yeah. this re- this reminded me of a lot of old movies. So like Scarface, Public Enemy, uh, the Public Enemy, I think it's called, and It's a Wonderful Life for some reason. Yeah, and I, just think the- the way they, I think the way they described it, especially the noir of the uh, actual television show, is that it wasn't that it was in the '90s or in the '40s. They were trying to mix both of them, so that way the show was kind of timeless. Mm-hmm. You could say, oh, yeah, there are, you know, there are kind of like retro 1950s cars, but they have laser guns. Or they yeah. Have, uh, uh, which are they have like big blimps that like fly them, fly around the, the city and everything which, like uh, that. Or... Which don't exist, apparently. Police blimps. If no yeah, one knows, not they're right. not a thing. So, yeah. No. Yeah. 
Even though yeah, Scott, it'd, it'd be really hard to do those high speed chases in LA with the blimp. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine yeah. the? Can you imagine the OJ chase with a blimp? That one could have kept up with the OJ chase. He was going slow. Oh, okay. That's true. <laughs> what was he like twenty miles an hour? Just going, yeah, yeah. It's it's the guys who are hitting hundred that are going to dust the blimp. That's true. See, yeah. The night the nightmare thing is if it was a, it was a, if somebody tried to shut shoot the blimp, then we got a problem. Yeah. yeah. I, I really believe the police blimp just became a thing so that the cops could have like coffee while they're like, look, you know, I, I mean, oh, yeah. that's, it's kind of the only reason. It's like the yeah. worst, it's like the worst position. I don't know who the fuck, what did they do? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like uh, that was like the whole point of it is that it was supposed to be timeless. It was supposed mm-hmm. to be so that way, you know, you really couldn't pinpoint a time period Mm-hmm. that it was but it had the feel of the 50s or yeah, 90s or, yeah. and, and it, it absolutely nails it it's it's less of a city and a setting and more of a mood yeah exactly yes. like you know and then it also has the, the the kind of the backdrop for a lot of like dc uh comics of the red skies I'm not sure if, yeah uh, there's a couple episodes where you see red skies even though it's not a, a crisis it's not a, it's not a crisis, not a crisis they're just like it. they just like the aesthetic of it it's like yeah. the hard, hey, the hardcore superheroes are are battling a crisis. Batman take down this mob boss. <laughs> yeah, that exactly. Red Red Skies means. Uh, what was the uh, <laughs> Rob? What's the reason for the Red Skies being red? Like it's just. I think it's the bleed between the multiverses mm-hmm. is yeah, kind of yeah. coming through. I think that's what that was it. That was that was the explanation last time. Oh, okay, that's, the, that's, <laughs> the, that's the that's the bullshitium that they came up with on why it's red. Uh, that's that's a that's a we bought Wildstorm. Uh, the authority had the bleed. Let's use the bleed. We'll say it's between the multiverses. Bam. Yeah, there you go. They're gonna they're gonna change it again too. So oh, of course, yeah, of course, that's what always happens. But um, yeah. But with hyper time, you can change it, so we're okay. <laughs> yeah, but um. For this episode, it was just—it was also interesting seeing Batman just like a supporting character in his own, um, his own little series too. Like he's basically kind of, I guess, Clarence. Like, uh, it's a Wonderful Life. He's just kind of like this uh, darker guardian angel almost, right? Mm-hmm. So that was interesting, and yeah, I don't know the fact that it's also like it's kind of a PSA, but it's not like too over the head either. It's just like. It's like just enough touch to, you know, show you that be, being in a life of crime is bad, you know, like take, being on excessive, excessive drugs is bad yeah. and like kids don't do that. But Batman's not going to like talk to you and say, you know, hey, was it like uh, the more, you know, like yeah. of G.I. Joe? Yeah. You know, he'll just like show you the facts. I think we actually talked about that last week, right? Like the moral wasn't beat over your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they did have the mom use use the closest thing to he learned it by watching you. Yeah, the yeah. mom kind of does use that line, but it it's yeah no, it's pretty good. It doesn't you know go into too many details. You see the you see the result of what happens you know when you abuse drugs and mm. yeah they went with it and that yeah wasn't even the main plot of the storyline, but. Yeah. Yeah, because that's like so, the B plot too with the kid. Yeah. And it wasn't even what convinces him, right? He sees his kid, then he still tries to kill Batman. <laughs> yeah. Catholic guilt was the real hero in this one. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, the priest. It's true. Yeah, like, it's true. You know, he's he like forcing a is. he's forcing a confession out of him. He's like, I know you sinned, 
It's like give me that uh give me that confession. It's very <laughs> true. Know? So yeah, yeah, I thought this was a pretty good episode. It reminded, it reminded me a lot of uh, I think Denny O'Neill sort of tales as well, that sort of era. Green Arrow, Green uh, was Speedy. You yeah, yeah. Ward is doing drugs. The junkie, the famous cover. Oh god, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And then you see Green Lantern, and he's just like, "This doesn't involve me." <laughs> you guys deal here? with it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like black. Looks like on that cover. On that cover, it looks like, oh no, you're doing drugs. And Green Lantern's like, oh shit, I walked in on a bad time. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Green Arrow's like, oh, I forgot. I had a dinner reservation. Yeah. <laughs> well, basically, well, in that ep- well, in that comic, doesn't he just like basically he drops drops him off like in front of Black Canary's house? It's like, hey, yeah, well, yeah. He's like, hey, yeah, babe, can you take care of him? Gonna beat the, no one's going to beat the the which one, the illness out of you except for Black Canary and Black Cat. Yeah. Well, when you read when you read that Green Lantern, Green Arrow run, it's really about you know Green Lantern trying to show, or sorry, Green Arrow trying to show Green Lantern what's really going on. You're this cosmic policeman. Here's what's going on in your streets. But this is the turnaround where it's, Hey, also look what's happening in your own home. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like Before you start throwing be, some stones. <laughs> be, be cons- it wasn't even that though. It was, yeah, be concerned about the world, but also take care of your family. Yeah. Right? yeah. Don't lose that through everything. And, and then, not to get kind of serious, but mm-hmm. like, that's been my attitude during like the whole pandemic quarantine. Right. Like one of the reasons I haven't had that mental breakdown is because I'm, I know how to shut off what's going on outside my door and just be like, Hey, my family's doing cool. Yeah. Everything out there sucks right now. Um, But I can't complain too much because, Hey, my family's doing good. Let's cherish that. Spend time with them. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, yeah, just that, that series is uh, green arrow, green lantern. Yeah. Everyone should read that one because that's brilliant. Cause yeah, just, you know, um, the progressive uh kind of identity of green arrow gets established and yeah i wouldn't say like how jordan's like aloof but you know he's just kind of like off in space you know it's not until like hawkman starts like lecturing down talking about uh reaganomics that green arrow gets really mad <laughs> that would have been a debate during the 80s i would have loved to see <laughs> yeah hawkman voted for reagan totally yeah Can... <laughs> we're gonna have a, a liberal economist versus hawkman <laughs> yeah but now hawkman's like libertarian now he's like yeah you know i'm i'm not like those other republicans yeah but here's the thing if you're immortal you can be libertarian <laughs> yeah you, you do too, you do too much legal drugs you come back you shoot yourself <laughs> with your too many legal guns you can come back mm-hmm. i have no issues with libertarians who are also immortal i get it there you go yeah yeah just the, just the ones that are like oh yeah I, I don't like both sides but still like cater towards trump those are like yeah those are the worst because they're 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 conservative and they just they just need to say that because they're conservative <laughs> exactly but uh yeah no this was a great episode um that leads us to joker's favor which is oh real first... quick i just want to point out I, yes. I i told you this before we we started recording yeah i believe all organized crime movies no matter what time they're sent the henchmen must carry Tommy guns. There, yes. yeah, yeah, they have Tommy uh, guns in the the anime. I don't too. care. I don't mm-hmm. care what year. Scarface, Tommy guns. Uh, modern, organized crime, Tommy guns. 
just we need to yeah well i i think uh also it's really interesting though because i know that when i was watching the documentary they said they gave them tommy guns because it would be hard for kids to imitate them in <laughs> to to imitate so like to find a tommy gun yeah like how we how, like where do i find a thing that looks like a tommy gun in my <laughs> okay yeah. take your speak and spell <laughs> attach it underneath your toy gun you got the circle there i'm just saying you kids are I, creative I, I'm just saying I use Legos. Yeah. <laughs> it took me probably like 45 minutes, but I did it. <laughs> but yeah, you can't imitate that. What was it like for the Fantastic Four series in the 80s? They had to replace the Human Torch with Herbie. Yep. Because they thought kids were they thought kids were going to imitate lighting themselves on fire, which never happened. Well, I mean, yeah, that we know of. That you know of, yeah. <laughs> we know of. If so. we set ourselves on fire, it wasn't because we were being the human torch. That's all I'll say. <laughs> yeah. That's all I can <laughs> say according to the court documents. <laughs> there you go. But um, yeah, Joker's favor. That's the first episode where chronologically the Joker appears. I think um, maybe like the first produce was like the Christmas one. But uh, this is the first time we as fans heard Mark Hamill as Joker. And I, I, I really love his joker it's one of my favorite um performances of him and then just the iterations of the joker because his his joker like i'm trying to think of like the versions before this we have like caesar romero who's like you know i love caesar romero you know the fact that like he didn't want to shave off his mustache so they just put the makeup over it brilliant um it's you know the joker from like super friends which i don't really remember and then jack nicholson and and I guess my hot take is that I just, I don't know, the Nicholson Joker, it's good for the movie, but I just, I really disagree with the origin, that version of the origin for Joker where, you know, he's like already kind of evil and warped and then he already, he gets even more evil. So, but yeah, Hamill's version is like just, it's, it's funny, it's lively, it's all, you know, it's uh, sinister as well. He has like such a dark side to him um for that character and i don't know what like comic that you could think of that's like similar a lot maybe like the like the joker from like um like death in the family you know he just like trolls batman i'm not sure if you guys remember in death in the family when him and like bruce wayne meet in the united nations and they just stare at each other and then joker Mm -hmm. and you get the impression that he knows that he is but joker just laughs because again um Joker doesn't care that he's Bruce Wayne, even though he probably knows in most iterations. But yeah, what do, what are your thoughts on the Hamill Joker, guys? Uh my 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 biggest thing is I I would have loved to like even even like kind of see a clip of Tim Curry's Joker. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about that. Uh, just just because just to kind of see what Tim Curry did, and also just to kind of see what his take was. Um, but. I for some reason I feel like it would just kind of sound like uh, it. <laughs> oh, like pay, yeah, like his penny. No, penny oh, yeah. His penny I haven't, I haven't thought like, of that. Yeah, like I, that's what I was. That's what it kind of what I was assuming that it would just kind of sound like his penny was. Mm-hmm. Um, but for Mark Hamill's Joker, I know that Mark Hamill even said he goes on the casting sheet. It specifically says, "Do not think Jack Nicholson. Don't yep. do a Jack Nicholson impression." Yeah because uh, no one can be Jack except for Jack. Don't, mm-hmm. don't even try. 
And so I think that's kind of cool. That's really yeah. fucking cool. I, I also think it's really funny that Mark Hamill didn't think he was going to get the role. Yeah. He thought, or which are, he thought other people were going to get it. So he went in there, did whatever the fuck he wanted, and then came out and they were just like, yeah, we really want you. And he goes, fuck, what did I do? <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> and then proceeded to screw it up because he kept trying to think. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> I think, you know, a couple thoughts. Like, first of all, I, I hadn't watched in a long time. I had forgotten how much it still sounds like Mark Hamill. Mm-hmm. how you, you can hear it in him yeah but i think too this kind of goes along what i like about joker as a character is the all the various depictions even in the you know cartoons and movies and everything else go along with my favorite theory of joker which is grant morrison's that joker constantly reinvents himself mm-hmm. that he constantly has different personas and different you know, sort of methods and, and stuff like that. And that same explanation plays out across all the other media, right? You know, I think the one weakness of Jack as the Joker is you could never forget it was Jack. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's that's the sure. only downside to it. And, you know, not Jack's fault. He's Jack, right? Yeah. You know, he could have said, no, I can't do all these other great movies and be courtside for the Lakers all the time because <laughs> yeah. I have to do this Joker role, right? But, yeah. um. No, I think Hamill's, Hamill's Joker is sort of, I think, the blend of, of my favorite Jokers. He's a planner, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, Joker has always been a planner, regardless of when they talk about chaos. He's always a planner. Yeah. Chaos is the cover. Um, you know, the fact that he keeps this guy on this, he remembers two years later, hey, this dude owes me a favor. You know? <laughs> he wrote that it down somewhere. Hilarious. That was yeah. the best part that he the best line is how did you find me i never lost you yeah i've been on track of you this whole time yeah. <laughs> yeah. um it, it and so he has the you know the joker the thing to remember is yeah joker you know and everything kills or harms a lot of people depending on how far you can get away with it and whatever medium it is but if the joker can use you to kill and harm more people he won't kill you at that moment mm-hmm you know, use you. yeah, you're yeah, part yeah. of a bigger plan to cause more chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, I, think, oh, I was just going to say that, you know, um, if he doesn't think it's funny, he's probably not going to kill you. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and of course, first appearance of Harley Quinn. Yes. 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 That is like one of like that. the be- that's like one of the greatest things as well. I love the idea that Paul Dini and Bruce Timm are just like, yeah, he needs a fucking friend. You need someone to talk to. <laughs> yeah. Well, because yeah. otherwise, because every single time inside of like the in like any other medium, Joker is just talking. He's just talking. It works because he's crazy, but for the most part, he's talking to like um, what is it? Some form of you know minion. Yeah. And then they're just like, I don't get it, boss. And like but, it's like okay, whatever. Yeah, they're um, just terrified of him too. Yeah, it's like, I, I'm only in the Joker gang just because, you know, if I don't, Joker's going to kill me. <laughs> yeah. and, and the dental plan. And the dental, dental plan, yeah. Dental, the dental plan. Joker, dental. Joker's so wild that, yeah, he would have a dental plan, you know? Right. Was it like, what was that? What's that, what's that one Captain America, uh, Captain America, Batman crossover? He's like, the Red Skull? It's like, oh, man, I don't like Nazis. Like, I'm a, an American criminal, goddammit. <laughs> yep, exactly. You know? 
there, there's got to be somebody's got to write a series and it could be an indie where like henchmen unionize <laughs> yeah that'd be uh that'd be interesting but yeah and you know rob what was your uh, first impression of harley when you uh when you watched the series way back when well the thing you gotta remember because they don't go into her backstory it's the first appearance of the joker you don't know if she's going to be a major character so my first my first impression was like okay she's cool but like i didn't think we were gonna see her again as a main character i didn't know we were gonna go in to her backstory Mm -hmm. um to me it was just kind of like you said joker needed somebody to talk to yeah and let's have a henchman who's a little different than the other henchmen to sit there and and bounce ideas off of and and you know throw things at her and so you know, Harley's role doesn't really get, you know, she, you don't know she's important until later. Yeah, you know, absolutely. She's, yeah, exactly. She could have been a one-off character, you know, that, you know, she's, she's Urkel, you know, they put <laughs> Urkel on once and yeah, then he was on every week and now Urkel is part of the Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah, you could have had, uh, yeah, you could have had that. But uh, yeah, yeah, she was like uh, one of the 90s uh, mainstays. But yeah, and then too, this episode just uh, seemed like Joker's like, uh, just this whole mindset you get like in one episode, just that whole, you know, the fact that this guy like kind of jokers him, you know, and then like pulls the whole plan apart, you know, that's brilliant too. That's how, you know, that's how this Joker rolls. So yeah, so I thought it was a pretty good episode. Yeah, I feel like you there this joker is one of those is also the same kind of thing where it's like i don't know what he's going to do like yes joker has a plan more or less yeah but more he, or less he is he very much is a wild card yeah he, he very much is a wild card and i think that's really that's a very interesting take on the joker um but yeah like if you were to compare like all the jokers that have been i think it's probably what hamill then uh what is it then uh heath ledger and then joaquin phoenix um probably like if you were to go like your top three of like the six that have been done yeah he would be up there for sure yeah like i think ledger's is still my favorite definitely not leto like that's i i still can't believe they brought him back for justice league for the snyder cut you know he's like next week next next week week, yeah the one thing Zack snyder was like you know what i need I need the Lido Joker. Like, that's gonna do it. That's gonna make this movie brilliant. The... You know, you know, you know what fixes it? Just take away his tattoos. That's it. That's what fixes they it. they kind of did, but then you know, like he still says like kind of cringe lines in that trailer. Like, was he say we live in a society? You know. So... Yeah, I don't fucking know. I don't know. <sighs> yeah, we'll see no. in like two weeks or yeah, Nazi because no. I don't think you... Rob, you're not gonna see it. Look. If I want a mystery science theater 3000 something, I'll watch it. Okay. Um, if my blood pressure dips below normal healthy levels, I'll watch it. Yeah. Um, probably not, though. See, uh-huh. I was thinking about making a drinking game out of it, seeing as we've already seen at least two hours of it. Yeah. And just going, all right, cool. Every single time this happens, let's just drink. Yeah. And eventually, it'll get good like Batman and Robin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just, just making a good four hour, which are four to five hour Batman and Robin. Yeah. I'm not sure if you can drink for four or five hours continuously, but I'm going to try. 
Yeah. That is, <laughs> to be honest, that is the first time I've actually seriously considered watching it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, just, just make a drinking game. Like, I think we made a drinking game out of Amazing Spider-Man when that came out, the second one. Nick, if you remember, that's... Yeah, yeah, that was bad. Yeah, that was, was a terrible bad. movie. But uh, yeah, Batman the Enemy series. Um, yeah, these two episodes were pretty good. We're going to keep uh, keep watching the series as these uh, episodes come out. It's going to be a cool rewatch. So keep listening and keep watching with us. So WandaVision finale came out last night, midnight. Rob has just seen it. I saw it at like 1 a.m. Uh, I saw it at 1 a.m. Yeah. I was. I think I waited for a bit because I because I, I knew the servers were going to crash. I, I knew that was going to happen. And sure enough, everyone reported trouble like downloading it. You would think like the biggest like media empire ever would have like a better, I don't know, like streaming service or just like interface or what. Because so it's crashes. not necessarily just that. It's it's the number of people that are all at once on like uh, registering a single client. So basically, they're activating. It's a lot of stuff, but it's not as easy as it sounds. Yeah. It's not as easy yeah. as, like, it just sounds like, oh, yeah, it flips on, flips off. Like, it, it's a lot harder than, you know, most people would think. I, I prefer to, I, I prefer to believe that Wanda was using her powers to prevent us from watching it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. That's that marketing right there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But uh, going right into it, like, what are, what are our thoughts on the finale now that we've seen it? Like, what? You know, did it live up to expectations? I, it certainly did for me, but yeah, I want to hear your guys' thoughts. Um, my, my, my biggest thing about it was I felt like it was a giant Band-Aid. Okay. It was, it was, okay, we killed Vision in Infinity War. How do we bring him back? All right, cool. We'll do White Vision. We'll do the whole White Vision thing. White Vision and Vision fight for about five to maybe six minutes. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, cool, you're regular Vision now. Remember everything. <laughs> and then he flies away. You're just like, oh, all right, cool. Uh, yeah, and then like Agatha kind of gets beat with her own like tactic. And I was like, okay. Well, I guess that was the end of that. Yeah. But I mean, the whole like catharsis thing, that was kind of, that was pretty cool. I just thought like the whole battle between the two bads like the two like the three big bads that were inside of the show mm-hmm. that was kind of over very quickly yeah like they were able to like kind of solve everything <clears throat> very quickly right that was my only complaint yeah and i think i would go with like to me the battle wasn't the story mm-hmm. you know the story is wanda and her coming to terms with grief and the trauma she'd suffered true um there's part of me that wants to troll every message board saying, why do we have to change Vision's color? Why does he have to be white? You know, because <laughs> they you know, they do that with Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, with Miles Morales. So why does yeah. Vision got to be white now? <laughs> um, no, I, I, I loved it. Um, yeah, the battle could have been a little more drawn out, um, particularly with Agatha. I do like that Vision realized, hey, we're the same. We're evenly matched. We're not going to beat each other physically. Yes. So I have to come up with another way. Um, Line of the year, to me, the goosebumps came with uh, kids, take care of the military. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Tommy and Billy. That was a good scene. (laughs) I love that line. Um, No, I just, to me, it was an absolutely satisfying show. 
on on the grant on the on the premise of you know we're dealing with trauma we're dealing with letting go we're dealing with loss and the effects that that loss not only has on you but on those around you you know when you when you project your loss onto those around you they suffer as well mm-hmm. and but i, I is, no but the thing is that you can kind of argue that wanda didn't learn anything like yes it helped her move through her grief but if you watch all the way to the to the end credit scenes it yeah. kind of looks like she's trying to fix whatever she did wrong right like, it, it's not like oh yeah like oh like that wasn't good i you know i i understand what i need to do now i need to move on with my life now it's oh i fucked that up let me try again well, uh, let me learn how to use my powers and i could try i could try something else i can bring and, and them to life to me that's an open-ended question because she definitely because the other argument is she's trying to learn to use her powers because when she didn't this calamity happened yes. so i need to know how to control it. yeah so it's a possible open-ended question she and you know if we're going to skip to the that last scene she seems shocked that she hears her kids' voices yeah. screaming for help. So I don't necessarily think she was searching for them. As she was learning about it, she goes, oh, they're still out there. Right. Yeah. right. So, yeah, yeah I mean, it, it could go either way on that. And, you know, if, if, if the next Wanda is, okay, I'm going to bring him back, but better now, I would totally agree with you. And it would be kind of a, I'd kind of be torn because A, damn it, you know, I was wrong. She learned her lesson. But B, that's kind of Wanda in the comics. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty you much, know? you know, she, she always constantly like, does that. Yeah. You know, I mean, she's not a bad person, but she certainly makes a lot of mistakes, which, oh, like yeah, totally. Very human character for sure. But yeah, I was just going to say that, um, you know, for uh, full on spoilers, I mean, everyone who's binge watching the show, if you haven't seen it by like, you know, Sunday, you know, I'm, I'm like, what, what do you know? What are you doing? What, just go watch it now and then come back. Um, but yeah, you know, I was, I was really impressed by the series. Um, I think the finale, like Nick was saying, I wouldn't say the, like all the, the blockbuster sort of like fights and like showdowns disappointed me, but I think a friend um, said like some of the effects or stuff kind of looked like CW sort of, uh, I don't know, like a Disney Channel original movie. Hey, you don't talk but... shit about the CW. The CW is beautiful. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, okay. But yeah, it kind of looked a little <laughs> Disney Channel-like, but I don't know. It worked enough for me, <clears throat> you know? Yeah. And I, I, you know, I was just impressed by uh, just the amount of time they spent on Wanda's grief, how they showed like her basically going through the five stages, the emotions of this series really impressed me and you know that stayed with me more than like oh like you know these effects don't look good you know um whatever but yeah i was really impressed by that and i'm looking forward to seeing where she goes in dr strange because you know the the you know the fact she has like a code name she's a scarlet witch now she has a costume and she has the dark home the book and she's like studying to control her mystical powers is like you know, that's a very interesting place. And, and also Vision, too. I mean, he's essentially, he's still alive, 
you know, he just forgot who he was, I guess. The white vision. They were both mm-hmm. almost a part of the same soul. And yeah, just to see where that character is going to track or where we're going to see him again. Is he going to be in like Young Avengers or Doctor Strange? I have no idea. But yeah. And, I, yeah. Oh, that that scene got me. The goodbye scene yeah. with WandaVision. Um, oh, man. Yeah. When he yeah. asked when he asked who who am I or what am I mm-hmm. um and also just you know playing off the tropes series finale wanda goes to turn off the light you know you're thinking every sitcom ends with you know sam malone turning off the lights to the bar mm-hmm. uh fresh prince turning off the lights in the house right and then yeah. immediately yeah. another light comes on you know i thought playing around with that trope was cool yeah um Uh-oh. Yeah, so I, I think, um, you know, that's it. I'm not going to lie. That scene took me a little while to get over. Like, the the actual physical goodbye and, and putting the kids to bed and walking away and knowing what's coming next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's, you know, super heavy stuff. And, yeah, yeah I, I just thought that part was really well done. I think, you know, acting-wise, you know, say what you want about the battles and the special effects. I think acting-wise, you know, People pretty much nailed their their roles all the way through. Yeah, Elizabeth yeah. Olsen, like she's great. Like just yeah, she's like Carrie, you know. And all the other actors are great too. Like from everyone, like Agatha Hark- Harkness, the actor. Oh, she 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 deserves a nomination. Mm-hmm. I don't. Know, I won't say if she deserves yeah. a win, but right, at least something. Because going from you know over the top sitcom neighbor to uh, evil witch villain mm-hmm. in like a scene, right. It was just really well done. I actually am really excited because it's one of the few times that uh, Marvel didn't just go cool, it's killer. Uh, so we can't use her for other stuff. And I'm really happy that, like, you know, she's just like, yeah, if I ever need you or ever have any questions, I know where to fucking find you. Yeah. You'll be here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's a little bit of, uh, like, I guess, like, kill your villains problem with Marvel. Like, mm-hmm. who are the only ones left? It's like Abomination, Loki. Red- Loki, Red Skull, kind of. Justin Hammer. Hammer, yeah. Well, I mean, the other thing you got to remember, Marvel, we can bring villains back to life if needed. Right? Yeah, just a parallel universe. You know? right? Yeah. Parallel universe. I mean, not even parallel universe. We can always find a way for, for every, there's a dark hold. I'm sure we can reanimate the dead. You know? Oh, yeah. Marvel yeah, zombies. Sure. Oh, God. <laughs> Like is uh, what Zemo is going to be the next villain, isn't it? Right. Or, yeah. Uh, we'll we'll talk about that later because that's the next Marvel Disney Plus show. Yeah. But um, before we talk about this a little more, we had some uh, we had some tweets that people uh, listeners uh, tweeted at us when we uh, asked them tell us your Wandavision theories before the finale. So I'm just gonna read some um, from Harrison Bruckwell at Play Champion underscore or excuse me, underscore, we are either seeing Reed Richards or Mephisto, and you cannot convince me otherwise. Well, well neither, but... I, I'll be honest, I'm more satisfied that Mephisto didn't show up at all in this yeah. than any other aspect of it. Yeah. Like, get over Mephisto, guys. Right. It was never it's in the like car. Fetch. Never it's like in Fetch. Car. Stop trying to make Mephisto happen. Yeah. Um, at Jacob Knight, underscore JK, said no direct mephisto x-men or fantastic four because that's outside the scope of the show everyone will be okay and wanda will get a therapist visions alive 
Monica flies and everyone is fine. Yeah, you kind of got that right. Uh, no therapist yet, though. Yeah, no she, therapist. Does, she does need one. Well, the Maybe therapist doctor. was the dark hole. Was there. Maybe it could be Dr. Shad. He's still a doctor. Well, like I said, I <laughs> see them yeah. inside the quantum realm. She's like on a couch. <laughs> He's just like, oh, so tell me about your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we have at Marcelo J. Pico said there will be some cool fights. There will be no big reveals. There will be um, closure for several characters. There will be a setup for a season two, possibly a cliffhanger. Uh, some of that was right. Yeah. Yeah, some of some, it. Some, some of not all. Yeah. Uh, once you saw a series finale as the title, I think, you know, the you're right. season two cliffhanger kind of went away. Yeah, I think season yeah. two is never, never going to be a thing. So no, like fetch, they should stop making that happen. <laughs> well, I guess the thing is too. Remember, like the Marvel universe is an ongoing story. Maybe there's no Wandavision season two, but you know the themes and the characters will show up somewhere else. Yeah, like in spinoffs, like all the Norman yeah. Lear shows. Yeah. Well, I, I thought that was the whole point of um, what was it, Doctor Strange? Uh, right. Yeah. This is yeah, like a prequel is... for it, basically. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm thinking of Norman Lear. So, so Vision owns a dry cleaner. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And moves moves to the east side. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you have different strokes. <laughs> oh, that's right. Forgot about that one. Um, we had one from Matt Green. Tommy and Billy get adopted. By, <laughs> oh by, my god. By a rich white man. <laughs> oh God. Uh, what you talking yeah. about? <laughs> Um, at Emperor Emperor OTN one Matt Gringo from the other shows, uh, people will be mad about it for the wrong reasons. Well, he was kind of right there, <laughs> kind of right there. Um, there's some fans that are mad, but it's you know, they were never going to get those reveals. Let's be clear. I just have a fantasy that there's so many people out there right now rewatching. Where oh, did God. I miss Mephisto? Yeah, like where, where did I miss him? <laughs> Yeah. And we have Matt Boismo, Batman Boismo. Um, Wanda looks directly at the audience, quickly whispering, No more nerds. Reality is rewritten. YouTube no longer exists. There is peace. That would have been amazing. Yeah. That would, that would have solved a lot of problems. Gamergate gone. Oh. Uh, you know, a lot of problems. That being said, the enrollment at my school drops to like five. <laughs> Oh man. So I need a new job. Yeah. Um, we have one, we have two more at master of magnetism underscore, or excuse me, at master underscore magnet. Vision is going to merge with the pale vision and live again. Going right there. Yeah, kind of. But there will be a negative to this act to balance it out. And somewhere, uh, Ultron drones spark to life. Because um, Cthulhu is kind of a dick like that. I don't know what that means, but yeah, we didn't see Ultron. Ultron was a big fan theory, but we did not see Ultron. So I, I think, you know, besides that name drop, it was never going to happen. Mm. I I almost view a little bit, this is going to be a weird tangent, but mm-hmm. I think the Marvel series are going to be like modern professional wrestling. <laughs> You're going to get some stories told on your weekly shows, but if you want to see the big reveals and the big events, you got to pay for the movies for that. And that's the yeah. pay-per-view, right? Yeah. We'll, we'll yeah. carry out a story and we'll take you to a climax. And that climax will be played out in the movies. 
right um where you'll have to pay, drop a little more money yeah yeah, yeah i mean uh good good analogy that, i mean they're kind of you know kind of like the yeah, wcw <laughs> yeah i mean but with that i mean this is because if you look at it i mean uh, falcon and the winter soldier i mean it also is dealing with bigger stakes yeah more or less like you're you're dealing with cat with zemo you're dealing with you know the identity of the i mean the uh who's going to be inheriting captain america's shield who's going right. to be you know oh um are the sokovia accords going to be you know held through you know mm-hmm. every, just kind of a bunch of different things just to throw in real quickly before we jump to uh, to talking about that, uh, I was talking to Gene before. So my theory that I had for about 10 seconds as I was watching it, mm-hmm. when it cut to uh, Wanda's post-credit scene um, in the wilderness in a cabin, right? I thought Wanda had fled and become a lumberjack. <laughs> like Dexter? Like Dexter, yes. I thought she was going to be cutting down wood and wearing flannel. And uh, no, my original theory was I thought she the last credit scene would be her knocking on Doctor Strange's door and saying, "Teach me, mm-hmm. I need to learn." Right. Um, which I think I will probably get in the Doctor Strange movie. Right. Yeah. Something going like to be that. in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That that end credit scene that was uh, I I really enjoyed that because there was a mid credits and an after credit so yeah. like we got to see a marvel it's like movie. a real marvel yeah exactly. yeah what are they without that but yeah um one last thing we got from jose ariana um howard the duck was behind it all along which um he's not around he's just in guardians or he pops up randomly in endgame so maybe we'll see howard the duck at some point but i'm a fan of his hey if multiverse if they do open up to other marvel movies Let's remember we had Howard the Duck in the 80s. We can bring that Howard in too. Duck World. I'm just, yeah. I'm just saying all you could do is just Howard the Duck was there during the fight with Thanos. He was, yeah. After after winning, you know, he was like, you know, this is kind of a cool place. <laughs> I'm gonna hang yeah. out on Earth. I, I believe uh did you guys hear they snuck him in? I think the Russos did not know it was like some visual effects artist put him in there. Which is just really? like yeah. I don't know. I think uh, a lot of Marvel artists, correct me if I'm wrong, Rob, in a lot of the events, they sneak Howard the Duck like in splash pages or whatever. They definitely know. try to. Um, <laughs> and if you didn't read Chip Zdarsky's Howard series, do it. Yeah. Read anything Chip Zdarsky writes, but that one is, it's hilarious. Right. Right, right. So any, any last thoughts on WandaVision before we... Um, talk about the future of the mcu um i i thought you know i thought this perfectly sets up where we're going to go in the marvel universe we see the scrolls um they you know they want to see uh maria rambo photon in space nick fury is like asking for her mm-hmm. we'll probably see more of her in captain marvel 2 we're in secret invasion we'll see but yeah this really sets up um sets up you know where where we're going so i, I thought that was cool um I did have a question. What was everyone's favorite sitcom growing up? Oh, Oof. Malcolm in the Middle. Malcolm in the Middle, okay. Oh, uh, God, this is a tough one because probably my favorite one uh, is really problematic now. Okay. It starred a uh, famous comedian who liked Jell-O. Um, oh, you like the Cosby show. 
Yeah. Oh uh, if oh I have God. to go away from that, though, actually, no. I liked it more than Cosby Show, even though I didn't get all the jokes when I was super young. Uh, cheers. Cheers. Okay. That's cheers. Yeah, cheers is a good one. My dad taped back when, you know, kids, when there were VHSs and and all that, he taped every episode of Cheers. So I could binge Cheers before streaming and binging was a thing. Nice. Is there a place to binge Cheers right now? Um, It was on Netflix for a while. Yeah. I don't know if it's yeah. still there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen like a full, like, I, I know I've seen episodes of Cheers. Right. I know I've seen a lot. I've never, I've never at, seen the full thing. At one point, I could give you every normism. <laughs> when he walks in the bar and his one-liners I, I at one point i had all of them memorized yeah yeah was it what's that uh one simpsons episode where homer's like looking for all the bars and he like stumbles into the cheers bar and they're like they freak him out he has to leave <laughs> i'm i'm a government teacher and a history minor who went to boston and was walking along the freedom trail seeing all these great sights and then saw the cheers bar <laughs> And yeah. that was the highlight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. That'll do it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was just going to say, I think my, probably my favorite. And I, I think that's just because I remember most watching it the most is probably like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Fresh Prince is great. Yeah. 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 I would just Fresh go with Prince that one because that one I just always remember watching at my grandma's house or something. So. Well, I, I feel like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is also the one where it, it ages really well. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Like it ages super well. Like Welcome in the Middle, I'm not <clears throat> kind of doesn't age all that well. No, like, yeah. Like I, I rewatched I rewatched Fresh uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air when it came out on streaming recently. Yeah, it's on HBO and, Max. Yeah, and I was like, oh wow, these episodes are still really relevant. Like there's yep. still right. like a lot of heart to them. There's still like there's like it just holds up. It holds up. Yeah. Right. Like I think like Jazz says uh when he's in court, like the police officers, like um, I think you put your hand down. Now. He puts his hands up, and he like goes, no, man, cop with a gun. Oh, I'm gonna get five warning shots in my back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you, I think that's like, the line. Yeah, I don't know if it's like the audience like laughs and then they stop laughing or like in that scene, but yeah. And look, there's not a person who hasn't watched it. The <laughs> mention of how come you don't want me, man? Yeah, like yes. it's everybody yeah that, that's show. a that's a powerful scene yeah and then no, you know I, yeah it's it's aged so well and then too like uh will smith isn't uh isn't feuding with the first sam vivian vivian anymore they're they're good i'm glad they've settled that that's that was <laughs> and you know it's one of the only shows that went meta at the time too before yeah. meta was a thing right yeah what does he yeah. does he tell her he's like you look different did you like do something <laughs> yeah. to your hair and then carlton running through the set yeah. yeah there's a lot of times that fresh prince of bel-air would just go would just know like yes we're a tv show yeah like, i understand that i'm a tv show uh there's plenty of times that uh will looks at the camera yeah uh there's plenty of uh, like it's all over the place so just like yeah this is a tv show we know about that like, right we know, this is, we know what this is yeah definitely That's watch rewatch that on hbo max it still holds up yeah. um yeah. But yeah, so Winter Soldier and uh, the Falcon comes out, I believe, in two weeks. We'll, we'll talk about that on the next few shows. It actually but... comes out on the same day as the Snyder Cut. Wow, okay. That was that was not... Was that planned? Oh, or... I was going to watch the Snyder Cut, but <laughs> uh, I only have yeah. time to pick one of them. Right? Yeah. They both come out on the 18th, which is oh, well. kind of interesting. Yeah, but uh, I'm looking forward to that. Um like, cause I, I really appreciated WandaVision being so, 
I, you know, I think it does relate to phase three because this is like all the grief in phase three. Because, you know, people go through a lot of loss in Endgame and this is like kind of the epilogue of that. So it worked, but for like the future of Marvel and like where like the whole universe is that I think Winter Soldier and Falcon is really going to cover that because you see like the whole world and the politics of that, you know? Yeah, no, I, I think what I hope and what WandaVision showed to me is that they're going to take the same similar approach with their TV that they do the movies in the sense of we're going to tell a full story in this series yeah. that you can watch and you can enjoy. And there are going to be some things that set up for later. Yeah. And if you want to keep doing it, you can keep doing it. Right. And as long as they continue to make each series satisfying on, on whatever its own level is, like you said, uh, Captain, uh, or sorry, uh, Falcon and uh, Winter Soldier is going to be, you know, more larger Marvel Universe stakes. That's fine, as long as it's satisfying on that level, too. And, you know, again, haven't burned my trust yet, so I don't see why I would stop now. Yeah, there you uh, go, man. Yeah. Dark, so. Which, uh, Thor the Dark World got kind of close. <laughs> Yeah, but at least like Thor the Dark World, like what, like that's, you know, I mean. That was also before we kind of knew this was going to be a thing. Yeah. It's true. It's true. You know, we didn't know how they were going to pull everything off at that point. So there was no reason to be, to be disappointed yet. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, I don't know any, any thoughts on uh, Winter Soldier, guys? It's going to be interesting because I, I think it's going to be like this. I, I love the idea that it's going to be a buddy cop TV show. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's a lot I, of I, like sexual tension, too. <laughs> I guess, like when they're at therapy and like, can you guys like sit at like, can you like face each other? Yeah, face each like... other, look, look each other in the eyes. Like <laughs> and then they start doing a staring contest and everything. like. But I uh, the thing I really do like is that it's who is, uh, it's kind of like, no, but Steve's my best friend. Right, yeah. <laughs> no, but Steve's my best friend. It's and they have this like weird like couple thing of like, well, both of our best friend, we both have a mutual best friend. Yeah. That doesn't make us friends. Yeah. I mean they're trying to honor him, you know? Yeah. It's coming back from college and your college friend hanging out with you with your high school friends. Yeah. You know, yeah. and yeah. the tension that's underlying because you're all trying to get along and you might Mm -hmm. actually think oh these guys are cool but there's still an underlying tension and you know it would be interesting obviously you know steve isn't there most of the time but it'd be interesting to see them constantly try to bring up inside jokes just to show oh you don't know what that means Mm -hmm. yeah on your left you know falcon be like (laughs) it's on your left and then just look at bucky yeah what the fuck does that mean what does that mean yeah to the end of the line (laughs) exactly yeah but yeah, I'm, I'm just looking forward to just like the buddy cop of this and just seeing those mm-hmm. two characters and also just seeing the Falcon um, take up the mantle of Captain America's Captain America because we know he will. Um, yeah. And just kind of also, I guess, the political sort of uh, problems that they're going to talk about, you know, the fact that like most likely, you know, the shield, uh, the government gives a shield to like a uh, U.S. agent, John Walker, which yeah. is, you know, they, they pass up the Falcon or you know a, a, like a white uh superhero so you know just kind well, of well i think i think it's also going to be this thing of um the falcon still hasn't signed the accords right 
So he's still technically a yeah. Fugitive. That's kind of yeah. interesting. Yeah. Will yeah, there so be a scene where a white woman reports Falcon for having Captain America's shield? Ugh. Like he's saying he's Captain America. Yeah. It's a Karen. It's just a Karen. Or a Karen. Yeah. Or like yeah. Bright Bart Goose yeah. trying to like <laughs> like uh, talk crap about the Falcon. See, but here's the thing though. If he was wearing a tan case, suit. See, but here's the thing though. If there is gonna be a Breitbart news, I really, really, really want it to be Joe Jonah, uh, Jonah Jenny's Jameson. Uh, well, Bright. Oh, so like I guess like the Daily Bugle, which I really disagreed with. It's you know, but it's already over. Um, I guess it's kind of like, unfortunately, Infowars. They made it very Infowarsy. So. That's 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 how they made it Infowars. Yeah, yeah. That kind of, I, I love really the like fact it. that Jameson in the comics just hates Spider Man. Right. He doesn't hate like, mutants. He doesn't hate superhero. Well, I'm sure he doesn't like Daredevil or something, but like he doesn't like he likes the Avengers enough. He just yeah. doesn't like Spider-Man. And he has and he's a, not he's not anti-mutant. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not like he isn't bigoted in that way, but it's just Spider-Man. Right. And I would have loved if anybody was gonna do it, it'd be Zadarsky. The reason is Jonah hates spiders. Like that, that could have been the ultimate reason. Yeah, it, it changes so much. Yeah, like, yeah, in the comics, I, I can't even pinpoint why he doesn't like him. But, For a uh, long time, it was because a lot of the other superheroes had uh, didn't have secret identities. Right. He didn't like how uh, Spider-Man hid behind a mask and could mm-hmm. be anybody. And if you're anybody, that means you can do anything and you'll face no punishment. Yeah. Which made sense, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll see if I guess I don't know Jameson will pop up like in Morbius or Venom too. I have no I have no no idea. But yeah, I guess that wraps everything up. Um, I'm looking forward to more Marvel. I'm sure you guys are. I'll say the one I'm looking forward to again. Kate Bishop is my favorite Marvel character of all time. Yes. So I'm, the Hawkeye yeah. series is the one I'm gonna watch. Everything else, my expectations are for Hawkeye just yeah. because that's. Love, love Kate Bishop. Love Kate Bishop. Yeah. She's yeah. Young Avengers too, I guess, whenever that happens. Oh, God, yes, please. Yeah. But uh, Nick, where can people find you at social media? You can find me on social media, uh, the Nick Valero on Instagram and on Twitter. Not only that, but also you can find me on uh, some guest appearances on uh, Delta Monkey Gaming on Twitch. Nice. Uh, there we do, which uh, I... Which are, for the most part, we play video games and try to have some good, some good laughs. While uh, yeah. a buddy of ours, Jaren, uh, uh, Delta Monkey, goes ahead and he, you know, plays some video games and tries not to suck. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, tries, tries. Yeah, tries, tries, definitely tries. And uh, Rob, where can people find your uh, MySpace? Yeah, no, actually, uh, I'm on Parlor. No, just kidding. Oh no, um, God, no. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm on Friendster now. Oh, um, okay. I'm on Friendster now. Uh, you can catch me there. Um, be in my circle. And, how is uh, AOL? Yeah. <laughs> how is how is AIM these days? My AIM my AIM screen name is uh, <laughs> Little Spider Boy X sixty nine. Nice. Because um, that's you had to have the X in the sixty nine uh, if you had name name in my day. Yeah. So cool. Alternating cool. caps, lowercase. Yeah, we'll we'll add you there. <laughs> But uh, you could find me on Twitter and Instagram, G9892. Um, you could follow the Waffle Press at the Waffle Press on Twitter, at the Waffle Press Podcast on Instagram. Um, we're on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and SoundCloud. And we're on Patreon. So please like, share, subscribe, 
on all the socials um, and our, uh, on all our uh, listening pages. Um, you know, if there's something you like, you know, might be something you like, something you don't like, still follow anyway. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We've been professionally unprofessional. Mm-hmm.